Do you remember when passive income via NFT staking was the hottest thing on the blockchain? Well, today I want to share how I earned 21 cents by staking NFTs for about two years. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So unlike yesterday's episode, that was not some sort of audio error where I uploaded only 30 seconds of it and it was all cut off. Nope, you heard correctly, 21 cents over two years. That is no audio error. So as many of you know, when I first came into the NFT space, it was via the Wax blockchain. And over there, I was collecting all sorts of digital collectibles, as they were called, different cards such as the Blockchain Heroes, Garbage Pail Kids, and you name it. Well, there was a platform that was developing a game called Our Planet, and that was the first NFT staking platform that I ever heard of. And I was really excited about it. If you looked at some of the earlier episodes, I spoke about it. However, it's been quite a while. Now, As soon as I found out about that, the whole concept of it is, okay, I stake my NFTs on this platform. I then get a token called Ether, which is on their platform, not to be confused with Ethereum's native token. Either A, I can convert that out to WAX, or B, I can reinvest that by buying their game pieces and then try to get their NFTs, which I could restake and different ways of trying to earn within the game. The glorious passive income was a dream that we all wanted. So I said, okay, well, if I can earn by playing a game, why not? Of course, that was when play to earn was also one of the buzzwords that was flying around the whole Web3 community. Well, first of all, the game itself was, I don't know if you could even really call it a game because it really wasn't that much fun. What you'd have to do is just craft these various different things. And I was like, okay, well, this is pretty basic, not the most fun right now, but there's a lot of potential down the road as they build out this ecosystem. And truthfully, it just got to the point where I realized the only thing that I enjoyed about doing it was crafting these things and trying to get these points. The way it worked actually is you put your NFTs in there, so it's actually transferred over to that platform, and the longer they stayed in there, it just accrued more of their Ether tokens. Then you'd go there, you'd collect it, and then you'd be able to use it in their little crafting game and what have you and hope for the best that you'd get some NFTs from their platform and that's how the whole thing worked. Or you could just go over to the Alcor exchange and then swap it out to whatever token that you want to swap it, including WAX. Now, this all sounds fine and dandy. This sounds great, right? You play this game and basically you're getting free money, if you will, and all you have to do is tie up some of your NFTs and stake it over there. Well, first of all, I couldn't figure out how this thing actually worked. I was like, how are they generating the income or how are they generating these tokens? What value is it by actually staking it up, having my NFTs sit on this platform? And I asked so many people how the tokenomics actually work and I would get these long convoluted answers and pretty much it came down to none of us could figure it out. Exactly how is this sustainable? And it really came down to the fact that they were hoping that having you tied up and addicted to those points, if you will, would keep you coming back to the platform. And as they built out the game, that you'd keep playing it. Well, I'll be honest, I was one that was very addicted to those points accruing. And I say points because the Ether token really was pretty much just points. It actually reminds me of this book that I'm reading right now, Actionable Gamification by Yukai Chow. And he criticizes points, badges, and leaderboards. Well, pretty much that's all this thing was. It was just a bragging right thing. You'd have this number that was growing exponentially as your NFTs sat there, depending how rare they are, which collections they were, especially if they're the Street Fighters. 
they're going to give you more tokens. I was like, okay, cool. Well, anyways, needless to say that after a while, it just got old. Those points, leaderboards, badges, whatever you want to call it, it just wasn't keeping me coming back. And I just didn't see much progress. Each day, there really wasn't anything to do. You'd go, you'd collect, and then they even changed it to the point that they start to have a cutoff. So if you didn't log in after a certain amount of days and you accrued a lot of tokens, well, then you just wouldn't be able to claim all of them without spending to then make your reservoir, if you will, a lot bigger. But then that diminished over time. So basically, you'd pay an amount of the excess that you couldn't claim with the small wallet, if you will, the claimable wallet. And then each hour, it would shrink back to the default size. Now, if that doesn't make any sense to you, well, don't worry about it because the whole thing doesn't really make any sense. But needless to say, I was like, okay, well, it doesn't even make sense because I'm not going to continually keep coming back. And it got to the point where I was checking it once a week, then it was once a month, once a quarter. And then to be honest, probably about six months or so went by without me even checking it. I totally forgot about it. I was getting ready to show somebody some of my Street Fighter cards and I was like, wait a minute. I forgot that they were tied up on our planet. So, of course, I go over to our planet, see this massive amount that I'm supposed to claim, and I start to claim it. So, I did this for about three days straight, and then it just dawned on me. I said, why am I doing this? This is not fun. And these tokens are probably worthless. I'm not getting any of the NFTs on the platform. I'm not playing this game that is being built out or whatever. And all I'm doing right now is staking, collecting, crafting, and nothing's really working out. It's like I'm working for this imaginary money. So guess what I decided to do? I just took everything over to Alcor Exchange, swapped it out for the wax token. And when it's all said and done, it equaled about 21 cents. So two years of staking, collecting, and doing all that stuff on this platform. And it basically resulted in a 21 cent return. Now, if you really factor in all the time that I actually did and the annoyance of actually going over there, reading some of that literature, trying to figure out exactly what's going on, you add up that time and it's like, not even worth. No, not like not worth. It's absolutely not worth <laughs> the 21 cents that I put into it. But I guess you could say, hey, I got an episode out of it. I was able to learn and figure out that NFT staking rarely makes any sense. Now, there are a couple exceptions to this rule. However, for the most part, the idea of passive income by tying it up on a platform and then being printed some sort of token, that is no different than what FTX was doing. And a lot of these meme coins. It's like they're printing it out of nowhere and there's really no value or utility that associated with it off of that platform. And is it really passive income? Well, no, you're getting something in return, but it's not really worth anything. It's no different than just playing a game on your iPhone or whatever it might be. And you're just racking up points in a leaderboard. I mean, that doesn't convert to anything in the real world. And that's pretty much what this is. Yeah, sure. I said I earned 21 cents. Yeah, that was 21 cents. Okay. But for the most part, I count that as a zero. Now, the whole idea of staking does make sense when it comes to staking onto a blockchain, but that actually gets a lot more complicated and what have you. And they actually have very little in common because as far as what's happening with this game, you're staking these NFTs on the platform. What purpose does it serve? And all I was asking all of those very smart people, I spoke to so many people that were in development and what have you, and they were trying to explain. And that was one of the things that just really should have been a red flag. If that happened to me at this point, I would have been like, yeah, definitely this is something I should not even get involved in. But like I said, it's not like I really lost anything other than my time, which I understand it is valuable. However, I just look at it as a learning experience and I can share this with other people. And if anyone's out there trying to build a game and uh, the holders or people 
people of the community are saying, hey, come out with staking. I can say 99.99% of the cases that I've seen, anyone that's building any kind of NFT staking platform, it really does not work. It serves a purpose in the sense that during the bull market, staking kept things off of the market. So in theory, the floor price would go up. But that's really a benefit to the project. Now, as far as the holders, well, I guess when they decide to sell it, whenever that is, then yeah, they would have a higher floor price. But the actual mechanism of the staking coins that are being generated, whatever, that passive income, that's really not there. The real income is going to be made when either that NFT is sold at a higher price because the floor has been raised artificially, or in the case that these tokens were actually able to create one of those NFTs that were valuable for me that I could then sell on the open market, well, then yeah, that's going to create some income. That's going to be everything but passive, though, because that's going to actually require some work. Not much, of course, yeah. It's not like I'm carrying bags of rice down to the market. I'm listing it on the market. And that is an active thing. So yeah, I understand the whole concept of it, what they're saying is, but passive income, you're earning something while something's sitting there. This is not the stock market. This is not a dividend that's being forked out by Ford or you know some legacy company, right? This is basically monopoly money or tokens at Chuck E. Cheese that is going to be printed. And yeah, sure, those things have value when you're playing the game, but when you're not, it really doesn't have any value. Now, as far as this game, as I said, the other thing that I really learned is if a game seems like a chore, it is not a game. There's something I've said earlier as far as Web3 gaming and what have you. That is the issue that we're having. Was, wasn't was that game people were making games and incorporating Web3? It was Web3 people were trying to create games using tokenomics. And that didn't work out so well. Now, what's down the pipeline with game people that are actually making games using blockchain technology, that's going to be very interesting down the line. It's something I'm more excited about. But what we saw... Over the last two years or so, I'll give them props. They were testing out new technology. They were working kinks out. And really, for the most part, very few of them worked. But on a completely different level, I could draw a line between NFT staking and currency staking as far as staking ETH or Cardano or Solana and all those different ones. However, I think I'm going to save that for tomorrow. But what I would love to do more than anything is invite you to give some feedback. Is this something that you're more interested in? Because I could go deeper down this rabbit hole, NFT staking, if you will. But tomorrow, I think I'll just save that one for separating the difference between staking your crypto and the potential of stake NFTs and how they generate, because there are very few that actually work. And it's no different than quote unquote passive income when it comes to cryptocurrencies. A lot of projects are promising passive income, but it is way harder to deliver than most people think it is. So if that's something that you'd be interested in hearing more about, please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. As usual, I wanna thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.